So a few episodes back, we had a good friend of mine on by the name of John. We talked a little bit about where we lived. We talked a little bit about what we did when we lived where we lived. And we ended that episode with a bagpipe player. (laughs) So we had so much to say that we stayed on the call and recorded this episode. So if you haven't heard that one, please listen to episode seven. And now you're listening to episode nine. And we have yet again, my good friend, John, on this episode of Micro Break. This is Micro Break with your host, Michael J. Mayone, a podcast for humans with the attention span of a goldfish. And welcome to another episode of Micro Break. I'm your host, Michael J. Mayone, and just like the intro said... I have my good friend, my brother, John, on the line with us. Say hello again, John. Hello again, John. (laughs) So I thought it would be, (laughs) I'm sorry, I thought it would be cool that we continued and, and recorded this episode at the same time we recorded the previous episode. So it's a little confusing for our, for our listeners, but let me explain. We recorded episode seven. And we are now recording episode nine because there's an episode eight in between that's completely unrelated to our friendship. And we never got off the call. So it's literally the same night. And I think that the material itself gets better and better because the alcohol gets more plentiful. I mean, at least it is for me. I'm drinking tequila tonight. I'm not sure if you're drinking anything. I was having a little uh, vino just uh, this month before, you know, just, uh, let's see, I'm not now, but I can always get one. (laughs) So on on the last episode, we had talked about a lot of different things, mostly kind of living in the mobile home community, living in the mobile home park. Uh, But we did a lot of other things other than that. And sometimes it slips my mind because there was so much alcohol involved that sometimes I forget exactly what we did together. I want to say we we definitely went to Woodstock 1994 together. Is that correct? Yes, we did. That was quite the journey. Quite the journey. That was, <laughs> anyone who went there will can agree that it was kind of like a mass gathering. That you're like, where am I going to set up my tent and get to the band stage? And it was just it was kind of like a chaos. It was ca- it was chaos and amazing at the same time. I, I think I used to describe it as the best and worst time I've ever had. Does that make any sense? <laughs> oh, it totally does. I just remember how good it was coming home. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, yeah. I mean the the living quarters, the toilets, the music was amazing. It was non. It was. It was nonstop for days on end. Uh, it was so crowded. I didn't get to see too many bands live. I did see Joe Cocker, Blind Melon. You saw different bands live because we got all split up. We were able to find a place to pitch our tent and some uh, motel lawn 
which we had to pay even extra for, but at least we were out of the mud. And I remember toilets, the porta potties, so filled with shit. You have to envision this. Picture a pyramid in Egypt of shit sticking out of the toilet. And you had to work your way around that. So needless to say, I watched what I ate for three days. That wasn't the highlights of the No, no. <laughs> no, it wasn't the highlights, no. Uh, and then we finally fell asleep, which was very difficult to do at Woodstock. And then I'm, I remember being woken up by Metallica, the loudest band yeah. in the world. And then I think Aerosmith played after them, That's and they were right. even louder. That's right. Yeah, they probably didn't know how to turn down the, you know, Steven Tyler's like, how the hell do you work this thing? So, I mean, it was... Uh, it was insane. And then we had bodies that didn't shower for three days, jam into one vehicle, two vehicles initially, and then we, <laughs> we were down to one vehicle. Everybody jammed into my van, and we all went home. And it was like I couldn't get the smell out of the freaking van for like three weeks. It was disgusting. But you know what? We have endless memories of that day. And your, and your brother's car got borrowed? But, uh, yeah, quote, unquote borrowed (laughs) better yet stolen my brother brian yeah had his uh mustang stolen by a couple of couple of nut jobs that got wasted and had this huge fight holy shit what 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 a night a day a week whatever what was it three days three days of uh insanity was woodstock 94 the mud fight there's mud fights uh mud fights yep (laughs) you know of course the mud people they used to call it the mud people and we were using the peace sign for like ever remember that I remember like you know I think a beer was like five bucks back then uh, oh back then it was a lot in 1994 five bucks a beer on the street and it was piss warm I remember and guys were what was happening is people were smuggling it in from liquor stores you know towns away and then selling it because all the vendors were out of everything. You couldn't buy anything. You lived on basically beer, and that was it. Beer and mud. That was our meal. <laughs> it, it, but the, the music was amazing. It was, it was, it was, that was a great experience. It was. And uh, it was a culture. I think, I felt for the most part, everybody got along good. There wasn't too much... Uh, Oh, like, uh, you mean like violence, things like that? No, it was all about peace, even though, you know, it was, it was crazy. It was, uh, insane peace, but it was still peace nonetheless. You know, it was all about tie dye and, and flower power and all that. They were really trying to relive the, the 1960s experience. And I think they did a pretty good job. We had the storms and everything else that came with it. So we've got a lot to say about Woodstock and a whole bunch of other stuff. So stick around. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more, John and I, and reminisce about the 90s. So we started in the 80s in Episode 7, and and here we are in Episode 9 talking about the 90s. So don't go away. We will be right back with Micro Break. All right, we're back with Micro Break. I'm your host, Michael J. Mayone, and of course, we are on the line with my good friend, John. John from Woodstock. Hello, everyone. One of the most patient people I know, because I think John was reminding me just how hard it was to even get to the fairgrounds for Woodstock. 
it was a long journey. <laughs> now, if you you remember, like we weren't, you couldn't just drive up there. You had to go to a different parking lot site around the state, and then you were bus to the site on a bus. And the same thing, you had to take a bus to go back to your parking site. And um, yeah, you couldn't park line, your car up there, right? You couldn't park your car up there. You had to park somewhere like miles away, and then get miles. on a certain colored bus. The I, the colored bus went to the colored area that you were at. So if you were like in a green section, you had to get on a green bus to bring you to the green section of the fairground. Does that sound about right? Something like that. That that, that sounds about right. So you were lucky to get on any bus at all. How long were the lines? For hours, there were or miles of distance. You know, if you're talking distance or time, you know, <laughs> both they both sucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then we uh, had some friends with us that had a huge fight. Right, that a couple, uh, a couple was was with us, and I think it was fueled by uh, alcohol for sure, maybe even some drugs. Who the hell knows? And. They got into this major fight, and they, one of them was freaking out and eating food off the ground or something. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. This one girl, she climbed up a fence. The fence must have been like 20 feet tall. It was pretty tall. And oh, my God. I remember I remember that fence. I remember that fence, like Spider-Man, like Spider yeah. And for the whole time, she's yelling at the bus, you know, people loading, people on the bus. She was screaming and, and going crazy. Just, and then they just left and they left all their gear. Remember they left their gear? Their all their camping stuff. That's and, right. They just right, left everything. They took my they, brother's Mustang and Brand new candy apple red monster. <laughs> I know. It was a five five zero. I think it was a 94 or 95. If Brian's listening to this. Brian, tell me what, what year that car was. And, and all, he, all he thought about that whole time at Woodstock was, is my car going to be all right? You think my car is going to be okay? We had no phones, no lights, no motor car, not a single luxury. It was like Robinson Crusoe. <laughs> as primitive as could be. No, I, uh -oh. you know... <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. So then, we're, then, we're like, then we're like, do we leave the gear? We're, okay, we're just leaving the gear. We, we can't carry this stuff. We, we're not going back. We waited all this time. Oh, hell no. And it was like $145 a person. Yeah. Yeah, and we didn't even have our camp spot. I remember that very well. We didn't even have our camp spot. And we ended up, that's how we ended up in that motel uh, property. Yeah, so we, we got Super to the other side. Yep. We, get, we finally get to the campsite, and if we go to our section, and there's just no space. There's tents next to tents, on tents, on tents. Well, people hopped the fence. People didn't pay for those areas, and, you know, we paid extra to be closer, and we didn't get our shit, and we ended up having to pay that plus another $20 a night per tent to pitch it in this, this uh, motel. At this motel. And we paid gladly. Why? Because A, we got a great spot. B, it was dry. It was above ground. And we didn't get in the mud when it rained. It was on nice, thick grass. It was amazing. Nice. It was amazing. It was we like, didn't sleep for three days, but it was still a nice spot. <laughs> yeah, that was great. That was a lucky break. You know, John, you and I could talk, like I've said in the past, for hours. We'll do something live on the show one day. I I would like to do that. I would like to pull out the guitar. 
and I'd like us to sing a song <laughs> on the uh, on the show live. I'll set up another microphone. It'd be fun. It'd be great. Want to hear it? Here it goes. <laughs> Want to hear? Here it goes. Wrote a song about. Want to hear? It, here it goes. Yeah, actually, speaking <laughs> speaking speaking of songs, there's this little tippet here I was able to salvage. Shit smells bad. Horses, tushy. You know, there's not no classics like that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe for a good reason. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Friends, this is Michael J. Mayo, and you've been listening to Micro Break, the podcast for humans with the attention span of a goldfish. My friend, my brother, John, thank you so much for being on the show again. We're definitely going to have you come back because we got a lot to say. I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you on the next one. Take care, everybody. You've just listened to Microbrave with your host, Michael J. Mayone. Please remember to subscribe before you go, and we'll catch you on the next one.